2: Welcome to episode 75 of Boot to the Face, your favorite wrestling podcast. I'm your co-host, Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez, and this is Boot to the Face. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of stuff happening in the world of wrestling. I think too much, like it's just too much fucking wrestling. Uh, Marty, is that blasphemous to say that? It's not.
0: It's not. Because at a certain point, even when you're drinking alcohol, you can get to a certain extent where it's just too much fucking alcohol, man. You gotta really, you just gotta back up a little bit, get a breather, uh, and then get back at it in two weeks. When uh, actually, a fucking week, because just so you know, we're a week away from another another uh pay per view, aren't we not? Oh
2: my God, I don't. <laughs> it's sad, but like, <laughs> so we had Raw, then you like people that watch Impact, then AEW Dark and NWA, and then Wednesday you got Dynamite and NXT. And then Thursday, you got, well, you don't have Total Divas anymore. What comes on Thursdays? Anything on Thursdays? I thought Impact was on Thursdays. Impact's on Tuesdays, I think. I thought NWA was Tuesdays. It is. Oh, Impact's on Tuesdays? Impact, on Tuesdays. Oh, NWA, and AWA, a, a, AW Dark is all on Tuesday. Oh, okay. And then, like, you Then know, Thursdays are breather. Um, yeah, if you have a family, maybe you want to spend a little bit of time with them. And then Friday, <laughs> maybe, you got smacked. Oh, just I'm sorry. a
0: little bit.
2: Thursday was Super Showdown. Oh,
0: that's right. And
2: yeah, and then Friday's SmackDown, and then Saturday's Revolution, and then on Sunday, it's like, my God. like At least we don't have a pay-per-view today. Dude. I mean, I don't mean to complain about it, but shit, like, this is just too, it's too much content. Like, it's too, much, too many moving parts going on.
0: You know what? Like, it's crazy. Like, all the wrestling that happened this week, and this was probably the first week in, like, months that I've been, like, on a daily basis up to date with what was going on. Like usually, I have to watch SmackDown on Sunday or Saturday morning before we record. I'm watching uh, NXT and and um, Dynamite on Saturday night, and it's just dude so much wrestling. And like Wednesday, I'm watching uh, Raw on Monday. It's just it's, it's so exhausting sometimes. But this week, I was like, boom, done that day. Boom, done that day, and it was nice to be ahead of the game. And then last night happens, and I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there, I know it happens, but I didn't even watch Revolution last night, I'm ahead all week long, and when it comes to the night that fucking matters, I fucking fell asleep after work, and I, I missed the show, And but I woke up, saw all the shit happen, I'm like, son of a bitch, um, outcomes I, I'm pretty good good with, but other than that, yeah, it's a lot of wrestling, a lot of content, gives us something to talk about, so I'm not going to complain, um, but yeah, it, it, it's definitely for those. Here's the thing. It is all thinking about this morning. For those of them that out there who only watch Raw or only watch WWE, and those who want to watch AEW, uh, and those who show everything but like Impact, uh, this is a great fucking week for them because they really don't give a shit. But for those of us who enjoy wrestling, enjoy the storytelling, and we're not brand bias or, or product and organization bias, and we watch it all, fuck. Like give wait, me Marty, a sh-
2: I thought I thought we were WWE marks. <laughs> Oh,
0: right. I thought that. Okay. Yeah. I forgot what week it was. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Correct.
2: Yeah. Correct. We're WWE Marks. We don't watch <laughs> any of that other shit. Like, WWE is the only game in town. What are you talking about?
0: Exactly.
2: Uh, Marty, before we get started, I'm going to tell everybody where they can find us. And then you, sir, have to tell everybody who this episode is brought to you by. I hope you're ready for that. You got to. It's almost spring forward time. It's time to set your clocks forward. You are about to have to set your nuts forward for that uh, that read you got to do. Damn right. <laughs> you can find us at Boot to the Face or on the gram at Boot to the Face underscore. Uh, we have a Facebook page. You can find us on. We need to be more active on that, but we don't have a lot of followers on there. So the people that are followers are just like, what the hell? I'm just. I, this I just did that. a
0: bunch of updating on that page this week, man. Add a new. Find us on Facebook. There.
2: Uh, right now, there's a 20% off deal at Pro Wrestling Tees. You can get you a boot-to-the-face shirt. like ends Katrina. tomorrow. Ends tomorrow. So, it ends when this episode comes out. So, oh, yeah. this episode comes out at 6 a.m. You got six hours starting now <laughs> <laughs> to, to go to Pro Wrestling Tees and get you a boot-to-the-face shirt. Because WrestleMania t-shirt week is going to be right around the corner. I'm going to reach out to some other podcasts and see if they can put the word out, too. Like, I want us to take over... Wrestling social media this year with wrestling t- WrestleMania T-shirt week. I think that would be cool. Just get everybody involved. It doesn't have to be WWE shirts. It can be whatever wrestling shirt you got. Just wear a shirt for the entire week. Take a picture, put it on social media. Doesn't matter which form of social media. Hashtag at WrestleMania T-shirt week and let's take over social media the week of WrestleMania or Super Bowl. Whether you're WWE guy or not, it's still the best, biggest weekend in the sport of professional wrestling. Marty, tell us who this episode is brought to you by. Support for
0: boot to the Face is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. And we're not talking about crown jewels. We're talking about family jewels here. So with your that. Balls, man, basically. Your balls, basically.
2: Your balls. Your balls,
0: basically. You
2: know, yeah. Shave your balls. We want
0: you people. you know, take care of them. Don't get the low blow to finish your move. Um, don't do that. That's not what we're doing here. We're talking about taking care of yourself to when the women in your life, or the men, whichever you prefer, come in. You're looking good. Because at the same time, when you're grooming, I don't know about you, but if you've ever used any of those over-the-counter at the store uh, units, they... Uh, you know, sometimes those 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 razors aren't really gonna be clear to really clean cut there. You might get some heat on there, burn you up, cut your nick you, whatever it is. You don't wanna be doing that. That's why Manscaped redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawn mower 3.0. And if you got I a got lawn one. to mow You better be using a lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Uh, Did you say millions? Millions. And
1: And millions millions
0: of balls (laughs) fantastic. That's fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> uh, with that they've also upgraded to the 7000 rpm motor with quiet stroke technology which is what makes it really nice quiet smooth cut as well as helps keep the friction on there so it doesn't heat up on you uh, get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code boot b-o-o-t at manscaped.com that's 20 off with free shipping at manscaped.com and don't forget to
2: use the code boot great job sir you did that live no pre-takes, no anything. We're damn near professionals around here, Marty.
0: Damn. So
2: let's right. let's get into some wrestling. Let's talk about what the world is talking about. I mean, it set social media on fire when it happened. Nobody can stop talking about it. There's people pissed off. People talking about canceling their trips to go see wrestling. People talking about canceling networks. And it all went down this week when Cody Rhodes came out with a nightmare tattoo on his neck
0: i mean son of a bitch like i you know what, i'm not gonna lie. i bet you're going somewhere else i had like goldberg's theme music all ready to fucking pull up and play and i've got to fucking play and then all of a sudden that shit i'm like motherfucker gonna throw a swerve at me not even put me on <laughs> uh, okay okay i see First i of was all, uh son-
2: i oh, go ahead as we were watching I was watching last night, and I was uh, I was texting with a couple other podcasters and stuff like that back and forth, just talking about it. And Eric Brown from Doing the Favor, he was like, "There's no way that tattoo is real." I'm like, "Of course that's not real. It's trash. Look at it." And then he started wrestling, <laughs> and the tattoo wasn't coming off. And I'm like, "Oh my god, that shit is real. Like it's a the logo for the Nightmare Family is dope. Like the tattoo itself is dope. It's just in a crazy location. But I mean, fuck. It's you know." Cody doesn't have to have another job for the rest of his life. Like, yeah, he's an EVP, and he's probably got to go to meetings and shit like that. But it's 2020. People are walking around with tattoos on their face and piercings and all over their knuckles and stuff. Like, the world is way more accepting of it than they were 10, 15 years ago. Is it a good look? I don't think it is. But, hell, it's not my body. So, as far as I'm concerned, he can do whatever the hell he wants with it.
0: All I know, I, dude.
2: The shit's for him, trash. Though. For him
0: to get a <laughs> tattoo... The night before an event. And they go fight a match. That he knows he's going to be brutal as fuck.
2: I don't think he did it the night before. Because he wasn't on Dynamite, was he?
0: I thought he was. I don't think
2: he was. I don't, think you he know was, what? I don't remember seeing I, him on I, you Dynamite know you're, this week.
0: You're right. Because I was trying to think about that the other day. I'm like, fuck, did we, not, we didn't even get Cody this week. Uh, right. I think you're right. I think you're right. So, even though, his though, foot man, was broken. That's still fucking... If even,
2: so, say, a week. A week and a half. I say, would, if he did it right after Atlanta, which was... A week and a half ago. So you got at least seven to nine days for it to at least kind of scab over. But oh, dude, still, that's, not that's, not a, that much that's a lot of ink for that to happen. Seriously, like. And MJF was bleeding.
0: My, I, I'm, You know, I got work done on my arm a couple of days ago. And my arm's still burning from that shit. Like, oh, dude, I can only. Like, I know this. My arm's going to be fucking a, be a bitch for like another week or so. And so him to go wrestling where you know your next thing you get touched, your next thing you get grappled up on. Like, fucking hey, dude. I mean, I I'm not a big fan of the tattoo it looks. I it's cool as hell. I think the location is stupid as fuck. I'm not gonna lie, I'm just gonna say that. I know people are loving it. Um, don't know why. I, but I'm not a fan of neck tattoos. Just not. Uh, but with that, hey, like, I got
2: a neck tattoo. <clears throat> anyways, it's small um, too. Mine's really small though. Sometimes I forget I even have it. Yeah,
0: I, like, it's not taking up half your me. fucking neck.
2: Yeah, mine's like really tiny And if I just put a shirt on with a collar You can't even see
0: You can't cover that tattoo up Unless you put a fucking ski mask And a, a turtleneck on Because that shit goes like Up to like above his jaw And I
2: thought um, It's like underneath his ear Yeah, whatever, like right there Who gives a shit? But either way like, The fact he wrestled
0: match. with that shit even, You know, even when it's a week and a half Like, fucking kudos, bro Like, kudos for going out there And, and putting yourself through that I mean, obviously we, This, this, this storyline alone We've seen him put himself through some torture and some pain, so it doesn't surprise me. But come on, Cody, you're better than that. You could have put that somewhere else.
2: All right, we're gonna end with Revolution. Let's get to uh, the stuff that happened throughout the week. Really, really, we're gonna um, end.
0: Revol- we're not gonna talk Revolution no more.
2: We're done. N- we're gonna end with. Oh, revolution. I'm sorry. I That's gonna be our last topic. Okay. So if you came to hear some Revolution talk, you got to wait to the end of the episode or fast forward it if you don't want to hear. Super Showdown and other kind of shit talk. Alright. So, Wednesday on NXT. We're not going to talk about Dynamite because Revolution happened. Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair. How'd you feel? Did you watch it?
0: Um, I did. Um, it it wasn't. There's nothing about the match that really stood out. I'm not going to lie. NXT this week, to me, there really wasn't much that stood out. Um, And I watched it on Friday, and, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm just,
2: I don't know I don't like the fact that Charlotte just walks in and beats Bella. But uh, we could pretty much squash that uh, Bianca's going to get a triple threat match at WrestleMania with them, because they both just beat her clean, like, within eight to ten minutes. Unless she wins that ladder match on Saturday and comes out and, like, crashes WrestleMania and is like, I want my title shot now. I don't see, that would be cool, though.
0: Here's the only thing I don't... You know, I want, I would love to see Belair at WrestleMania. And I would love to see her going for the title. But I don't want to see a triple threat match for the NXT title. We just got an, a triple threat match for the titles at last year's WrestleMania. Which also included Charlotte Flair.
2: Um, You know, it's just... Charlotte needs help, man. I'm not saying she doesn't. But her at the and, same time... Her and Rhea. I think Rhea is just not it. Oh, here's the other thing. So, after the match... Charlotte's like attacking Bianca and Rhea's music hits. And she comes out and she's like doing her poses on the thing. She's doing her little intro where she stomps on the ground. Meanwhile, Charlotte's in the ring with a chair, like going to work on Bianca Belair. Are you going to come help her or are you going to pose? And then she runs out to the ring at the end. Like I didn't get that whole thing. It was just a big clusterfuck. I don't know if they were short on time and somebody told her, hey, you still got to do your intro or what. But it just the whole thing came off weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, of all the things that happened this week, I feel like people talking about being buried and stuff, like, I feel like this was the biggest barrier of the week. Even though it's not going to hold her back. Uh, this. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to build up, like, Charlotte's coming to NXT, this just coming there for a reason. Um, but the fact you can't bring down one of your rising stars just to give some more fire to, you know, Charlotte Flair. I get it, that, that's that's the, the recipe for it all. But... Charlotte could have came in there and just beat the shit out of everybody on that roster besides Air and Ripley and would have had just the amount same amount of effect.
2: Um, also on NXT, Finn Balor came out and cut a really good... Pro- I love NXT Finn Balor. Not the first version where he was the demon and all that. This new Finn Balor is... I I didn't watch him in uh, New Japan. So for people that are like, oh, it's just Prince David. Like, I didn't see that. But this guy is dope. Came out, cut a good promo. Imperium comes out. And basically tells him he's never beat Walter. He beats the shit out of them. Then they beat the shit out of him and leave him laying. So I can only imagine that come WrestleMania weekend, we're going to get Walter versus Finn Balor for the NXT UK Championship.
0: Now, do you, do you get that at the Mania main card or do we get that at TakeOver?
2: It'll be TakeOver because because uh, TakeOver won't have a women's title match. That's true. And... More than likely, if the women's championship is on WrestleMania weekend, why wouldn't the men's be on there? So, more than likely, that's... Pro- huh? I don't know. I think, I think it's know. kind it's of ridiculous to that,
0: that we're talking NXT being equal brand and NXT Women's Championship is being defended at WrestleMania. Yeah, we're still going to have a fucking takeover. I mean, I get it. It gets more people on the roster. But then, uh, just... I don't know. And... Uh, I see what they're doing with with Balor, and it's to me it sucks because he's having to go to places to do you know NXT. He's not on the main roster anymore. He's still NXT, um, and now NXT UK, which I'm not gonna lie, NXT UK is the lowest. it's, it's one step above main event. It really is. Let's be honest, like I
2: like NXT UK. I'm not saying I, I don't forget about it. I forget about it. But the I watched what, it yesterday, what they, exactly. And, and you you but talked about earlier it, about. The biggest burials of the week, and to me, it was the burial of Tony Storm. Like it was, an I quit match with her and Kaylee Ray. Tony Storm's supposed to be a babyface. Kaylee Ray like hog ties her with athletic tape, and is just beating the shit out of her. And Don't you got officials her. coming out.
0: Who doesn't want to hog tie her with some tape?
2: <laughs> but <laughs> easy killer. Blue Chew was last week. Uh, <laughs> Piper Nevin comes out. And she's like trying to talk Kaylee Ray into stop. And Kaylee Ray's basically just like whooping Tony Storm's ass. She's got her tied up. She's got her, uh, you know, how they put people's neck in the chair. Well, she's got Tony Storm's entire like torso in it. And she's stomping on the chair. So then she gets up on the top rope. She's about to jump. And Tony Storm quits. Cause she's scared that she's about to get beat up some more. She's laying there crying. And she's just like, I quit, I quit. Like, how do you come back from that as a babyface?
0: You you really don't. The only way you come back from that is you come out cut a promo about <clears throat> the reasoning behind it, and then while you're giving there's the promo, no reason. Hold on, there's no reason I a know. babyface to do that. There's not.
2: But then could you see Sting or Ricky the Dragon Steamboat or anybody doing that? She's not in that class. But you're talking about like the two top babyfaces of all time. Could you see them quitting? Really, top babyfaces all time. Uh, who Sting. would you put over them? Sting is a babyface, best babyface of all time. Yes, he rarely ever turned heel, and he was always the most popular wrestler in WCW, and he made the NWO. I said it. Anyways. Uh, so who would you put over him? I don't no, know. No, no, no. Don't you try to <laughs> leave this shit. You want to talk bad about the Stinger, you tell me who you'd have over him as a top babyface.
0: Top, you're talking about all time, like the entire career? Uh, yes. All right. I mean, if you're talking the entire career...
2: See how you got to think about it. That means you don't have an answer. No, I mean, you're to, no, because I'm about like, to spew out some bullshit. <laughs>
0: there's there's baby faces who are bigger baby faces than the stinger, but like who? But they weren't baby faces their entire career. They were at heels at times also. So that kind of defeats. That's why I was asking. That's so what defeats the purpose.
2: So you're saying I'm right?
0: I'm saying you could be correct.
2: Okay, that's all I wanted to hear. I'm gonna get a T-shirt at com. It's gonna say "Angle Opposite Hypotenuse," and on the back it's gonna say "Chris Rucker." And And you can get that this week (laughs) or up until Monday afternoon
0: at Pro Wrestling Tees slash Boot to the Face, code word, Madness.
2: Uh, I said I wasn't going to talk about Dynamite, but Kenny Omega and Pac, that match was fantastic.
0: Hell yeah, it was. Oh, I fucking love that's. I'm not going to lie. That's my match of the week. I fucking love it.
2: My match of the week involves Omega, but it wasn't that one.
0: Like that, uh, everything about it. And here's the only thing. Here's the problem. Even though it, the, the wrestling and the match, it was my like, my favorite match of the week. Um, the problem with it was a couple different things. I have two problems with it. One, it was predictable as fuck as what was going to happen. You know they were going to... You can tell they were going to go into OT. You can tell that he was going to win by the one-winged angel. Uh, because of how many times he fucking tried and couldn't pull it off. You just knew that it was going to come down to him being able to hit it and then end it. Uh, and then, Pac, like... I knew he was going to you someone was going to hit someone with an object to get lose the pin but then get a pin just to weaken so them smart. up. That makes sense, you know. But the problem is if you're gonna beat the shit out of somebody with a with the chair, fucking you better get an extra pin out of it. Lose a pin, yeah. get a quick pin, and then hit another yeah. finisher and get a second pin to go up one. Because doing it just so it balances out means nothing. It's stupid at that point. And then you have Kenny basically coming from behind the entire match to tie it at the end. And then to go to sudden death and hit the one-winged angel to get the win. That's a better story finish than than what happened. Now, that being said, the actual match itself and the wrestling and the back and forth between the two of them, that was fantastic. I I personally, I love the Moxley and, and Omega match. Uh, but for just like wrestling, um, not, no, you know, you know, anything like that. Um, This was Omega's best match in AEW.
2: Yeah, I've been waiting for the classic Kenny Omega match. I didn't watch him a lot in New Japan. I only heard about him. I didn't like the match with him and Jericho. Um, I love the match with him and Cody in San Francisco, but that was more of a street fight. Also, there was ladders and like tables and running and the angle at the end of that match. Still like one of my favorite things to happen. You right?
0: know what's funny about that match? It was basically, what the fuck is
2: Haku's problem? It was
0: basically the <laughs> it was basically the match like who takes over the bullet club and then fucking like two months later neither one of them are in the bullet club anymore. <laughs> yeah.
2: They're fighting over leadership. I in the I bullet mean club, I man. get it
0: that, that they fucking that you know uh G O D and Haku and everybody came out and beat the shit out of them that night, but still
2: Yeah. That was that was such a good finishing angle for that. Like I still go back and watch that sometime. That's just and then GOD got new music out of it. I
0: hate B. I, I hate Bully Ray. I just gotta say that right now. I know it's random as fuck. But I have I, I have Gateway what? to I have Gateway to Honor right now, and his ass is in the middle of the ring rambling bullshit again. And it's just oh I fucking can't stand him.
2: What are you talking about? Bully Ray's like our most famous listener.
0: Yeah, well if he gives us credit for what he steals
2: <laughs> Doubtful <laughs> Doubtful. Um, let's get into some super showdown. I did not watch. I was going to watch when I got home, and I had this asshole in our group chat with all my wrestling buddies here in Atlanta named Bernard. I hope Bernard's listening. Bernard, you're a fuckface. Bernard was texting everybody all day long, like, what's happening, because he was watching. And I even text him back, like, dude, shut the hell up. I'm not watching it yet. And then he would still just to the point where I'm like, I'm about to kick you out of the text message group. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I already knew who won. Uh, I did go back and watch the like three minute match with, with Goldberg and The Finn, and Goldberg just beat the shit out of him, <laughs> and then hit him with like a little. You remember that suplex Shelton Benjamin used to do back? That's exactly.
0: It wasn't. It wasn't a fucking jackhammer. That shit was a half ass suplex.
2: It was like a T-bone. Exploder suplex, and The Fiend doesn't it was, kick out. Seth it was one of the It was one of the
0: suplexes it, that like the women use. That's what kind of suplex yeah. it was.
2: Seth Rollins basically murdered The Fiend, and he kicked out at one for everything. And then you come out and do a fucking hip toss, and you get beat. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I mean, I get, I get why, and I'm all for why. Like, I'm not one of these people that are mad that Goldberg won and that are saying The Fiend's been destroyed. Like, there was people, we'll get to this later, that said... I'm not even invested in the John Cena versus The Fiend because, the, you know, The Fiend got beat by Goldberg. tonight. So what? Name somebody in wrestling that's undefeated their entire career. i wait. It doesn't happen. He had one loss. It, it's not the end of the world, people. The Fiend sucked as a champion. I'm sorry. He didn't need the title to begin with. They should have never put the title on him, but they did, and they had to figure out a way to get it off of him. Goldberg versus Roman is way bigger than The Fiend versus Roman. I don't care what anybody says.
0: You ain't wrong there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to go back a little bit with your friend, like, dude, first of all, there's a fucking cadence. I have friends who do the same shit, but we, they, they know if you don't want to get bitched at and fucking take, d- deleted from all the groups, you fucking, the first thing you say is, are you guys watching? Like, you Thank ask. You. Like, you don't Thank fucking just you. jump into shit like this. Especially on an event like this where it's being broadcast at 9 a.m. Uh, well, for us, it's 9 a.m. But, like, seriously, some fucking... Respect on that shit, man. Um, secondly, yeah, the, the whole Barry thing, and if we're going to get into that a little bit later, that's fine. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was... I don't... I'm actually... I like the way it ended. Um, and, yeah, Goldberg versus Roman. Looked
2: like, it almost looked like The Fiend wanted the title to... He wanted to give the title away, because he jumped up so quick right after, and looked like he could have attacked Goldberg, and he was just like, eh, I'm out of here. Yeah, But... There was, There's a little bit of speculation that Bray was upset at the fact that he was going to lose. Did you notice him not kind of selling for Goldberg as much as, as far as the moves and maybe he sandbagged on that jackhammer? Because, I mean, Goldberg is like 112 years old, so it ain't like he can. This ain't Goldberg from 98. He can't just lift up big, I was going to say Big Show, Bray Wyatt, the way he used to do the Big Show back in the day. You think Bray was kind of sandbagging him a little bit?
0: I think a little bit, and I think it's fantastic. <laughs>
2: I disagree. If he was, I think that's stupid because oh, you're already, because you're already, you know, they already don't believe in you enough for you to go into Mania as the champion and you want to go out there and throw a fucking hissy fit and not <laughs> and not be a professional. Like, if if that's what he did. I'm not saying he did. I'm saying if that's what he did, I completely disagree with I don't him.
0: think that's what he did either. I think Goldberg's old-ass just cooking couldn't live Bray Wyatt up.
2: Well, I mean, it takes two to tango.
0: It does, but at the same time, you can only, you know what, hey, if Mark Henry asked me to lift him up and do a fucking jackhammer, guess what's not happening? I'm not. Well, the
2: difference him. between you and Mark Henry is not the same as Goldberg and Bray Wyatt, Mark.
0: <laughs> I know. You know what? Speaking of that, when they were face, like face to face on that, I didn't realize like Bray Wyatt is a big motherfucker. Like he's I know we were- <laughs> I mean, he's like I know Goldberg's not the tallest son of a bitch out there.
2: But Goldberg's lost a lot of weight though. He's nowhere near as big as he used to be.
0: No, I know. But like he was like I think It was almost at one point where it looked like like Bray Wyatt was taller and like towering over Goldberg for a moment. I'm like,
2: well, he's got he's got fucking high heels on when he wrestles. Okay, that that weird juggalo outfit that he's wearing, like a clown. Is he not wearing heels when he wrestles, or does he change and put on wrestling boots?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. I thought he wears boots, but who knows.
2: That boy, that boy, getting a little thick, ain't he? He's taking his big dude season shit a little bit too far. Remember, he came back; he was in real good shape, But now I'm like, all that weight he lost, he's finding it.
0: Jojo's like, yeah, I stayed home.
2: <laughs> Jojo, somebody tweeted about how, oh man, how'd that tweet go? It was something about, uh, it was about Bray, but it was I can't remember who the. See, now I'm butchering it. I might have to edit this out because <laughs> I can't remember the tweet. <laughs> But it was about son of a bitch. Anyway, go ahead. I'll think of it later and I'll blurt it out and like put it on social media. Like, hey, if you listen to the show, this is what I was talking about. I'll just retweet it. Anyway, what were we talking about next? Undertaker? Let's talk about Undertaker. Let's not. Okay. Uh, is, it took I that mean, son of a bitch on. four years to get to the ring. I hope he's not You know what? The like that would be there all night first
0: of all. It didn't make like it didn't make sense to have him in. I get like he came in and like filled Ray's spot, but <clears throat> I felt like they should have let AJ win it, and then you have Taker come out, and you don't even have him do an entrance. You just have his ass come out and just fucking attack AJ Styles. Like so, so answer. My... me.
2: Go ahead. I got a question. You know how people are saying they don't buy into Bray versus John Cena because of how Bray lost. Tell me how I'm supposed to buy into AJ Styles versus the Undertaker. When he lost to a choke slam, without the Undertaker even taking his mask off or his mask, without him taking his hat and his jacket off. So if you can lose to a choke slam, how am I supposed to believe that at WrestleMania you're going to have a full on competitive match with him?
0: That I do not know. Like, That's why
2: your uh, way works because if AJ wins and Taker just comes out and attacks him, okay, he just attacked him. He didn't beat him. But I mean, he came out, gave a little geriatric choke slam. Took him six minutes to get down into position to pin him, and then took him six more minutes to stand up, and he never took his jacket off.
0: Yeah, but you know, and I've been hearing things about that too about the choke slam, and I feel like we talked about Bray and Goldberg. I feel like this was mo- a lot more on on AJ also. Um, if you watch him when he goes to do his choke slam, like AJ is doing a, way too much on that choke slam, and which is why it kind of looks botched a little bit. Like he starts like kicking his legs out, but he like doesn't kick his legs out right. It's it just. It, I took that when I watched that chokeslam. I saw more of that being because of AJ than the taker.
2: I'm not complaining about the chokeslam at all. I'm just saying, who loses to the chokeslam? Like, who's the last person that got beat by chokeslam that wasn't a big show?
0: Well, I mean, what 25 years ago, maybe
2: that's what I'm saying. I, I don't care what it looked like. I'm just saying he walked out and chokeslammed you and you got beat. And now I'm supposed to, yeah, did AJ invest- only have like one match? Yeah, and now I'm supposed to invest in a 20 minute match with y'all at WrestleMania 20 when you minutes. just got beat. Come on, Well, I man. mean, I'm, 15 I'm including minutes that, under, 15 minutes. Yeah, and I'm, that is his entrance. I'm including his entrance and D. and the whole nine. You want you, Roman, you know the
0: good thing about ahead. him coming to WrestleMania and having a match though? Shit break. Exactly. Fucking beer break, man. Like we know we have 20
2: minutes at least, and nothing cool is gonna happen. It's just going to be Undertaker and AJ Styles, like two of the most boring fucking people. Wow. In the sport of Whoa. wrestling. Whoa. What I want to I want to see AJ pull his hair back out of his eyes like a soccer mom like fifteen times. AJ
0: time? is not nothing close to being boring in ring. Let's be honest there. Don't come on. I'm not saying he's the he's most a-ite. exciting wrestler, but he ain't he's a
2: he ain't phenomenal. Oh, this
0: motherfucker, this guy,
2: he ain't phenomenal. Uh-huh. Change that. He should change, instead of the phenomenal AJ Styles, he should change the name to like the lukewarm AJ Styles or <laughs> above average AJ how Styles. How many
0: times do you think we're going to get the i um, the phenomenal AJ Styles throughout the next month and a half?
2: That's exactly what I mean about how boring he is. It's uh-huh. already predictable. Wow. It's already predictable. Uh, anyways. My God. The only club that matters the just above average club, that's, they should change their name to that too. The above average club. Stay in a treehouse. That's where they have their post match huddles at. Uh, Rick, Ricochet and Brock Lesnar. What happened in this match? I didn't even see it.
0: Um, I mean, Brock Lesnar beat that ass.
2: Okay, that's what we all predicted. Um, they did have a women's match. Bailey versus Naomi. I didn't see this one either, but I heard that like some kind of way Bailey used Naomi's t shirt to like cheat to beat her. Is that what happened?
0: Yeah, she like tucked her legs into like the back of her shirt so she can like break <laughs> her legs out and then submitted her. It was fucking hilarious.
2: Talk about burying somebody. You got beat by a T shirt, Naomi. So Bailey versus Naomi led to a rematch on SmackDown, which led to the return of the boss. Sasha Banks is back and I could not be happier. Right in time for WrestleMania season so she can collect those checks. People doing hate Sasha Banks. what and I she's love doing it. best. Wrestling. She's better than AJ Styles.
0: Oh lies. How drunk are you right now?
2: First off, I'm sober. It's uh only twelve thirty and I've only had one white claw.
0: <laughs> only one. Ah, uh, this guy. Only one. Is it one of the new flavors?
2: It is mango.
0: Awesome. Really? That that's that's even more boring than Sasha.
2: Ha <laughs> Look at you trying to take shots. I'm not even gonna justify that. Sasha Banks made her return. There was a tag team match with her and Bailey versus Lacey Evans and Naomi. Uh Naomi and Lacey got the win, but who cares? Sasha Banks is back. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Um, which, I mean, obviously is going to lead to a match between her and Bayley at WrestleMania, so it's predictable as fuck also.
2: Is it, though? Because you still got Lacey involved in it also. And then who's we're the to in Sasha gonna Lacey versus,
0: versus We're going to get Lacey
2: versus Sasha at WrestleMania? No, we're going to get Lacey versus Sasha versus Naomi versus Bayley. If
0: it's a four-way? Okay, I know early I shit on a three-way.
2: Uh, hypocrite. <laughs>
0: But four way? That's a little different. But no no, hold on. Look at but you backpedaling like Dion Sanders. No, no. If they do a four way though, it needs to be a four way elimination, not a yeah. fatal four way right? pin wins. That we haven't had it like when's the last time we had a fucking elimination match? Like I know we're well, about the to have an elimination chamber, coming but up. whatever. But like I'm talking like a four way elimination. Like it's always a four way a fatal four way. And, I mean, go back to, you know, WrestleMania 2000. We had the fatal four-way, or the four-way elimination. Can
2: Rock. we not talk about that match? Triple H always got to go. Triple H needs to look at what Cody does and realize how much of an asshole he is. Triple H, not Cody. There's no way The Rock Anyways. should not have won that match in 2000. Yeah, they I'd got agree. the moment of him beating up the entire McMahon family, but The Rock should have won that match. I'm still, Triple H sucks. He beats everybody at WrestleMania. He beats all my heroes. Fucking Vince. The Rock. Man. Vince.
0: The Rock.
2: Sting. Booker T. When he basically did everything but call Booker T the N word leading up to it. Then he beats Batista last. Like, motherfucker. He beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Like, come on. Triple H thinks he's way better than he really is. I mean, he you lost Undertaker.
0: I mean, look at it, I mean, it, 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 just imagine how much of an asshole he really would have been if he's like, I'm going to fucking break the streak.
2: I'm no, he Vince. probably did. And Vince was like, hold on, buddy. Wait, wait a damn minute now. You're getting a little bit too big for your britches. Let's, let's, let's pump the brakes on that one. And then they wrestled the second time. And he's like, Vince? Like, come. Vince is like, nah, dog. And then they did a third time. And he's like, Vince. Vince is like, look, you lay down look at the lights on this one. I'll let you beat him in Saudi. I'll even I'll bring HBK back, and I'll let you beat him in Saudi. I
0: was about to say the same thing. You can't have this one, but I'll give you, I'll give you Jetta.
2: I'll give you Jetta right now. I guarantee you he had himself booked to beat The Undertaker. <laughs> I, I can pretty much promise it. And Vince was like, before the show started, he had to like call him in the office. Like, all right, so let, let's talk about this. <laughs> like, you you really got yourself penciled in to beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania? Uh,
0: for all those listening, I know we have a lot of content, a lot of wrestling to talk about today. We're off the hinges and going out ADD radio right now. I do apologize. But this is what makes us awesome. This is what I love about us. <laughs> we just fucking talk about anything. Uh,
2: it's what happened. Um. <laughs> also on SmackDown, Goldberg, your your new Universal Champion, blue belt. No, say
0: that again for those in the back.
2: Goldberg, the now two-time Universal Champion, starts off the show. Comes out, basically says, "Yeah, I whoop Bray Wyatt's ass, and what? Y'all can't do nothing about it, cause can't nobody in here beat me up." Who's next? Don't. <laughs> and then Roman walks out and gives the same kind of promo he gave after he beat the Undertaker Walked Goldberg right up in the face and said I'm next and I was just like yes Roman (laughs) so (laughs) earlier in the night I put a post out and said wouldn't it be funny if Goldberg came out and said The hell with the Elimination Chamber I want to fight Roman Reigns and they just did away with it I had no clue this was about to happen and it pretty much happened that way only it was Roman that did it so when after Roman says he was next, I'm thinking, oh, so clearly Roman's gonna win the elimination chamber, and then like two commercial breaks later, they got a graphic up that says at WrestleMania, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. So like, the hell with the elimination chamber. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, I was, I was, I saw that
0: tag uh, tweet, and I'm like, all right, well, see, you know, we'll see what happens. And then that came, I'm like, well, fuck. Does that mean that he's going to win the elimination chamber? Uh, they're going to go in and predict that shit now. Obviously, that's going to piss people off. The fact they already know that basically Roman's calling a shot, and that basically means that WWE is going to let it happen. Uh, but then I'm like, okay, well, whatever. And then that comes up, and like, oh, we're going to give it to him. And what is going to happen in WrestleMania? Not in Elimination Chamber, straight up Roman versus Goldberg, Universal Championship. We're going to make it happen. And I thought that that was fantastic. And I actually liked it even better. Then if Goldberg were to call him out, because I think if Goldberg calls out Roman, then the fans boo the fuck out of it because they think that that then they, it's like oh, this is why we're doing it. This is why Goldberg's champion. This is bullshit. But the fact that Roman came out, called a shot and did it has more value to it than Goldberg calling him out and saying, this is what I want, because um, then it just makes Goldberg look like he's fucking, you know, he's the NWO and doing whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, and booking how he wants it. So I think it was, it's better the fact that Roman came out as an omnex and the way he did it, and then walked out. And Goldberg looking there like a fucking broke dick dog, like fuck. Wh- wh- what do I do now? What do I do now? You're about to get your ass beat, bitch.
2: That's what's about to happen. Does Roman look like more muscular lately? He does. Like he just he looked jacked up on Friday when he walked out there. Normally he looks like he's just you know in good shape, like lean or whatever. He's looking like. Huge lately. I hope he doesn't get popped for like a drug test right before
0: WrestleMania.
2: <laughs> oh Has no, that, that ever happened to
0: anybody? Right,
2: I'm they sure stopped drug testing like, like 30, thirty days yeah. before yeah. Mania. They stopped drug testing.
0: I feel like someone's been popped, and like it came out like right after Mania, though. But it was like, oh, that happened before me. Like Brock, I think Brock Lesnar, his drug test for WrestleMania one year, like it came through. He that year he got fucking fined from UFC. I feel like that test happened right after Mania. It, it already happened right before Mania but they didn't say anything until after so I think some I think yeah but they thought it's Brock Lesnar we're gonna let that shit slide we're gonna, why? because he's not he's not a full time wrestler so he can that's have, what it
2: was I remember that different. now that you because at first I couldn't remember what happened but when you said the he gets drug tested on a different uh, scale than everybody because he wasn't full I remember that now uh, I also remember Titus O'Neill getting suspended for, like, grabbing Vince McMahon too hard when Stephanie walked out. And he was like, have some respect. Get out of the way or something like that. And Vince got mad and suspended this man for WrestleMania season.
0: When w- right. What was that for, though?
2: Stephanie was coming out for something. And she was walking out. And everybody was standing there. And Titus, word is, Titus, like, grabbed Vince by the arm and was like, back away for a second or let the lady through or something like that. And Vince got an attitude and suspended him.
0: Oh, is that, I thought like 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 Titus like grabbed him to joke around, like because he was laughing and giggling too. I thought maybe not.
2: Uh, that from what I remember hearing, on busted open, that was the story. That uh, like he was trying to pull him out of the way, saying, "There's a lady coming through, like get out of the way." And I don't know. Well, I could be, I could be butchered. Who knows? I remember he got suspended. So yeah, it ain't like Titus was gonna be in the fucking main event anyway. So I
0: mean, he probably would have fallen underneath the. Apron the match World
2: apron. slide <laughs> oh, I don't mean to make fun of Titus by the way. Titus is like one of the like best human beings in in wrestling like the, the amount of stuff he does for charity and giving back to the community in Florida and stuff like that. Like Titus is a I don't father know father of but, the year and everything yeah. dude like Titus yeah. is a good dude. So we're we're laughing but Titus is one of those one of those people that I'd probably like to meet one day. You know, so,
0: you know what's cool about Ty is The shit they put him through and make him do and stuff like that. And like that, he's never on TV and stuff like that. But he still wants to be there because that's where he, that's where his home is. And like the loyalty to the brand, like I get. Like he could probably go somewhere and be a champion. I'm not. He probably could be. But I fucking I love the fact that he that the WWE do has guys like that who are happy to be there just to be there and because they, they know that their, their their platform is bigger than anywhere else and that they just they're home.
2: And yeah, let's go- let's not get it twisted now. Them checks are pretty nice too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying they're not. I guarantee they are. Probably bigger than what they would get anywhere else. And they're not even on TV. Like, hey, I'll wrestle on a main event for fucking a quarter million dollars a year. Right? Sign me up. <laughs> fucking Byron Saxon and Mickey James commentating my matches, I'm down.
0: Yep. Yep. well, I mean, anytime Mickey's out there, I'm good. Uh, John
2: Cena comes back in Massachusetts <laughs> in Boston. <laughs> da, 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 da. Fantastic. I thought I thought Cena was about to pop out right now. If he did, you wouldn't be able to see him. <laughs> see what see what I did there? <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> John Cena comes back out and is basically like trying to pull a Mark Henry and say he's retiring, he comes back up the ramp. And you can always tell when they go to the top of the ramp and the camera gets right there and they turn back around, something's going to happen. I did love the visual of uh, the lights coming back on and you can't see Bray <laughs> White behind him because of where the camera was. But you could see the look on Cena's face was like, oh, shit. And I don't know. People were crapping on it. I liked it. I liked the moment. I think Bray's going to beat Cena. and Well, he better because he lost last time to him. Well, Bray even said, like, you know, my mission had nothing to do with Goldberg. There's other people that I got to basically get right with, or something. You know, I'm paraphrasing clearly because Bray don't talk like that. But he basically said, you know, he wasn't worried about Goldberg. Like, Goldberg wasn't on his to do list, but Cena is. So, yeah, I see mean, what it, happens.
0: and you know, it'll be interesting what they do with this match. Um, it's Cena. So, I mean, the last few times, like the last two paper, our main match, WrestleMania is. He had a run in, and then he had a impromptu match with with Taker. So his last two like showcases at WrestleMania. How I would say with the because year before that was his tag double as intergener tag team match. Like four of his last five WrestleMania events have been barely anything going on because you got the when he came out and helped the Rock. You had him. It's just yeah, Cena hasn't had like a real WrestleMania match in half almost almost 6 years. Like just put that like in the picture like he's fucking John Cena and we haven't had like a full-blown like John Cena wrestling match at WrestleMania in years. So the last time the two of them wrestled was at was in New Orleans and that was like a 23-minute match. It's not they're not going to give him 23 minutes, but they better give them at least 10 to 15 minutes for their match. It's fucking John Cena. I don't I I want to see Cena wrestle. I love seeing Cena in the ring. Um, I I agree with you. I think Bray gets the win here, which sucks also, because then it's like, Oh, we're gonna have Cena come back from Mania, but we're just gonna get him to lose. And then, you know, gets that elf and he hasn't been in the in the ring in a year. Um which come on, Cena. You're trying you're becoming worse than the Rock. At least the rock's been there the last six months. Just saying. Um But yeah, I was I was down for that. The way he came out and everything that happened, him just point the point though okay. Whatever. It would've been better if he just would have came out and like nailed him and then like stood over him and then pointed that way, but I liked the, it. He did I the like, he did the Ronda Rousey point.
2: I liked it. I liked the fact that he didn't say anything to him, didn't attack him. He just pointed like, Hey, me, you, Tampa, and Cena with the little kid uh head nod with the Jeter hat on. <laughs> like, Yeah, I see you in Tampa. Cena looks like he's lost weight, man. Like, he doesn't look nearly as big as he used to. I think it's he his looks... shirt.
0: Because, like, if you look at his his arms are fucking humongous as fuck.
2: I mean, he seems a big dude, but compared to what he used to look like when he would come out, like, he's nowhere. I noticed it when he first made his entrance, the way he was, like, walking down. Like, his shoulders just look smaller. Uh, I could just be reading too much. In... I'm... And he's in Hollywood now. There's no need for him to be all bulked up like he was in in wrestling. So what do you mean man, he's yeah. playing
0: firefighters? He's beating transformers. I mean he's got. Well, you know what? They probably you know they probably did ask him to, to lose some weight because they didn't want to make Finn Diesel look like a little bitch. Um, As usual. So that's probably what happened. I'm not gonna lie.
2: <laughs> you said make him look like a little
0: bitch. Well, I mean, when there's a difference from being a little bitch and then
2: looking like one and being one, that's automatic. That's organic. My- <laughs> My favorite thing that I see on social media was like, yeah, the guys in Fast and Furious should just fight the Avengers now. Like they're at that point, point in the kind of stunts and shit that they do, like it is so unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Um, Very true. When we, Very true. When we went and saw the last one that they did, that had the Rock in it, not Hobbs and Shaw. The one before that, yeah, Fast they were 8. like they were trying to like rob a train or something, and they did some shit. No, and the, I looked
0: up Fate Eight was a submarine
2: whatever they were doing something like with a train and a mountain and something else. And I was just like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like that's unbelievable. And my wife is like, you wait till 45 minutes in to say that the shit's unbelievable. (laughs) Like all the shit you said through before that, you could (laughs) believe what happened, but now it's unbelievable. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right.
0: I mean, Let's it, was get it. A, a fucking submarine. The Rock punches a submarine or a torpedo. And then you have a tank on a highway. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. But you know what? At the end of the day, they're still going to give me money. I'm still going to be my uh, ass in that seat watching that movie. Yeah, I mean, and we're when, still going to go watch it. And the last one, the final one, which the 10 is supposed to be the final one. We're getting, we're going to get The Rock in there. And you know this is going to end where Cena is going to be in the 10th one. So we're going to get Rock and Cena. Not at Mania for the third time. Not in a GI Joe Transformers crossover. We're gonna get them face to face right there in the middle of Fast and the Furious. They should turn.
2: They should turn heel on Vin Diesel. <laughs> just like kill him. Just kill him at the end of it, and that's how Fast Ten ends with the rock and of like standing over Vin Diesel's dead body, and everybody like, what the fuck? That'd be great. Oh, uh, and then Vince just Vince has happened to be back there. <laughs> You're
0: fired.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, Universal went WWE. And then Vin Diesel has to come back at WrestleMania 39 to get his revenge. Like, we're just booking the territory like three years down the line, Marty. Let's get into revolution. Do you oh, like wait, revolution? hold on. Whoa,
0: you whoa. said that they should just fight
2: the, the Avengers. <laughs> Vin Diesel is a
0: fucking Avenger. Is he? He's fucking Groot. Oh, yeah,
2: he is, isn't
0: he? I digress now. I apologize.
2: Yeah, yeah but he doesn't do anything. He's not really Groot. He's just a voice. He could he could play both roles. He could be himself and be the voice of Groot. That is true. They got the same charisma.
0: No, Groot's much better.
2: Jake Hager defeated Dustin Rhodes via submission. Uh, that was the first match to open up Revolution. Darby Allen beat your boy Sammy Guevara. I know you were upset about that one. Fucking ecstatic! I love it. Darby finally hit that coffin drop on somebody. He's been trying that shit since like August. And everybody always moves out of the way. <laughs> Leave it to Sammy Guevara's little dumbass to lay there and let him hit it. Then look at you getting pinned. Yep, that was a good match though. I love the fact that they started fighting before the match started and did all kind of moves to each other. And then the bell rang. I really liked that. Uh, Darby attacked Sammy while he was standing outside the ring, Marty, and like dove through the ropes, past the ring post. Like it was a really cool thing. When you get, I know you didn't watch. so When you get a chance, go back and watch that. Uh, Here was my match of the—this is probably—I don't want to be prisoner of the moment and say this was the greatest tag team match I've ever seen. But to my recent memory, this was the best tag team match I've seen. Adam Hangman, Page, and Kenny Omega defeat the Young Bucks, and it was fantastic. And—not Omega. uh, Page is so over, Marty. People were booing the Young Bucks every time they hit Adam Page. That's how over he is.
0: Looking two years ago, uh, you know, Adam Page was the guy who was supposed to take over the reins and be like the next big star out of the elite, and you know, I I, I saw it, but it wasn't happening, and I and I knew why, and we got Marty Scroll out of it and everything happened, and Skrull became a much bigger star than Paige, and then Paige took the back seat because of the Elite happening, and then AEW happening, and then when they first take off with that, and he's kind of just been in the mix and not really doing much, and then this whole thing happens with the discord of him wanting to leave, uh, and then we saw even more of that with the interview this week, and I'm not going to lie, the interview this week that with JR and the four of them, it made me want to boo the Bucks. Like, I love more the bitches. I've been I telling you that for years. And I've been telling you for I'm years, like, the Bucks
2: are bitches. Y'all are
0: fucking. This is bullshit, man. Like, oh, it wouldn't have been for. A, yeah, well, if it wasn't for fucking Kenny Omega, your asses wouldn't be known right now either. You'd be fucking chilling in San Bernardino County still. Like, shut hey, the fuck up. Barrel. Like, seriously, what the fuck? Like, but Paige is clearly a star. He, I, I think, I don't care what anyone says, he is the most over guy on that roster. Um, everyone knows Cody. Everyone loves Cody. Um, as bullshit as he is, people love Orange Cassidy's
2: dumbass. Oh, but, we got to talk about my boy O.C. But, later.
0: But Adam Page is the most overt guy on that roster. And it's happened slowly and it's happened right. And I think we're, not, we're barely even coming to the crest of what we're going to see from Adam Page. And I'm going to tell you right now, by this time next year, Adam Page... Will be the AEW world champion. Will he be as a heel or a face? He will be as a face because he's gonna turn on the Bucks and he's gonna turn on Omega and it's gonna put him as they're gonna want it to be a, a heel turn, but it's the Becky Lynch treatment, and he's gonna become a face.
2: I like it. Um so throughout this match, it was a really good match, and people people like myself Say the Bucks don't have any psychology in their wrestling match. This match was good. Like This match had a really good story going in the entire way. More false finishes than you can count. They didn't really give a shit about the rule book that much. But the match itself was fantastic. I kept thinking, alright, it's over. And then a kick out would happen. And I think, "Oh, alright, it's definitely over this time. And then a kick out would happen. Um, Matt Jackson is the... I don't not like the the young Bucks. I don't like Nick Jackson. That's what I don't like. I think Matt Jackson is dope. And Matt Jackson in this match was fantastic. Uh, Nick did a bunch of jumping around and shit like that. But Matt had all the psychology where he was trying to destroy Kenny Omega's shoulder that had gotten hurt by Pac earlier. And Nick had to keep pulling him off of him. Matt was, like, bossing Nick around and cussing at him, like, we got to do this if we want the title. Like, it was really good. Um, Omega Cowboys get the win. And then at the end, the Bucks come up and they're trying to celebrate with Omega and Hangman walks off. Some kind of way, Omega gets left in the ring by himself, Marty, and Paige is on the outside. He puts his belt down and he grabs the ropes like he's about to do his little somersault clothesline. And like everybody's like, oh my god, no, 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 no. And then he just kind of like holds the ropes open for Omega to come out. So they're planting the seeds for something to happen, clearly. And I, I'm still thinking that Omega is going to turn on the Bucks and go with Paige. I don't think it's going to be Paige turning on Omega. I think it's going to... You didn't watch WCW back in the day, but there was a time when Sting was up in the rafters and Macho Man had come back. And Sting comes down from the rafters and like tries to punk out Macho Man. And then they're running around again. Get... I don't know. It was maybe like a month or so. Sting and Macho Man were a thing together, like up in the rafters. And I think this is kind of going to be like that only way longer. I think Paige is going to see, or Omega's going to see that Paige is right and that the Young Bucks are full of shit and they're going to leave the elite.
0: So, two things with that. I think we saw started that last week in the match against um, <clears throat> when when Kenny fought Pac. And, I don't mean, know, was it Pac? No, I don't remember. Either way, it was when the Bucks came out and they're like trying to help Kenny up. And that was the
2: Omega and Cowboys versus uh, the Lucha Brothers. That's Atlanta. what
0: it was. Yeah. yeah. And. You can see like the like it was like Kenny was like what the fuck like what are you guys doing here like l- leave us alone like we're in our match like you don't I don't we don't need you here to help me up. I, I Stealing can do it, one, the spotlight. I can do it myself and two I have Adam here who will help me if I need to, and you can see that and I think that that's where you can kind of look at it. You can see the dis the, not only just discomfort but like the look in like Omega uh, and Hangman Page's eyes like dude, they're fucking just trying to be there like. He's getting annoyed by them, and, like, yep. he's getting annoyed by Kenny, but, like, dude, why don't you fucking see this shit? This is what the issue is. I've been telling you this. And I think Kenny's, uh, Kenny's starting to see that, but then, like, the interview, you can see the annoyance, and even though he didn't say it, you can see it in Kenny during out the entire match. Like, JR called out Adam being, like, finicky and all this shit, but then if you're looking at Omega, though, and that's what I was looking at, because, obviously... Hangman page is gonna be like that no matter what because that's the, that's the story right there. Because he's but, drunk. But then you're looking at but you look at <laughs> Kenny and you can see him like shuffling to the side and moving and kind of got like a, a grin on his face or like a whatever kind of look when like the Bucks are talking about things and it's like he he's saying he sees it he knows it but he's not gonna say it right now cause he's gonna wait because he's just gonna sit there and let them get their shit out and then and then Page gets up and walks out which you know my beer's empty too so. Which was fantastic way to leave that that interview, but you can see that that Omega is slowly getting annoyed by it too, and I think that I think that it's going to be Omega that turns on a box before Paige does, and Paige follows suit and gets Omega and gets Omegas back because I think that it's going to get to the point where Omega is going to talk, dude, back the fuck up. And the Bucks are gonna be like, this is what we're doing, you know, we, whatever. We're just we've always been here your your best friends, and then it's gonna be like like they're the ones that are talking about you guys are our best friends, not just in you know, industry, but like in life and this, and it's like, okay, you're building that up because well, this is gonna happen, and it's gonna be Kenny who does it
2: first. Who's the uh, is it the Sith that does that meme where he's like, Yes, let the darkness consume you? Yeah. Who's uh, that's and that's what Paige is gonna look like when Omega <laughs> turns on him. He's just going to get this big Go smile ahead. on his face, like like almost surprised. And then he's – because it's going to happen. I, I can see it now. Omega's going to be in the ring with the Bucks like they have been lately. Paige is going to be leaving, and Omega's going to beat the shit out of him. And Paige is just going to sit there with a big smile on his face like, hell yeah, that's what I'm – it's going to be great. Uh, the winner for the most displaced match of the night, Marty, was the women's championship was in between that tag team match – and MJF and Cody. And our boys Joe and Pete Peteopolis and Nico Dad were all there. And they told me that as soon as the tag match was over and the Nyla Rose thing came up on, like, half the crowd went to the bathroom or to go get drinks. And I don't know what they can do with this women's division. Like, they're trying. Like, like I said, a couple, couple weeks ago in Atlanta, they had the best women's match that they've had with uh, Statliner versus Shanna I just I don't think this Nyla thing is working and it's oh, not for reasons that people would assume that it's for I just don't think she's that good
0: you know what the, the best line of the week I've heard so far comes from our boys at Talkamania oh fucking lord j- fucking J-bomb so, so Nyla Rose, Rose got the championship is she just going to be a transitional champion
2: oh yeah oh my god oh i was like son of a bitch. no he said it and he said it so like calm and dez goes whoa yeah, whoa, what yeah, are you talking about and he's I- like i didn't say anything and dez was like you know what you said and he's like yeah but you thought it <laughs> and i didn't even catch it at first until Dez said something so if he just would have let it go
0: i was but- i was getting ready for work and i had it playing and <clears throat> my, gr- my girlfriend's in the other room and then like i just started laughing my ass off from the fucking bathroom, <laughs> what the hell's going on? I'm like nothing. You don't want to yeah. know.
2: Speaking of Talking Man, check them out. Uh, they did an after show last night. I think it's on YouTube. I don't think it's on. Uh, I believe it's, it's on YouTube. On audio. It's on YouTube. Those on YouTube.
0: Are, and yeah, I think it's on their their yeah Patreon. I think they're going to do it on there.
2: Yeah, they put a lot of work in on those after shows of graphics and shit like that with video. So check them out if you can. Uh, Nyla defeats Statliner, which was a I don't know, it it just wasn't, it wasn't a good match, Um, and I know Statliner's good, so I'm blaming Nyla, Uh, (laughs) which I don't normally blame people in matches, but I'm just, like I've I've seen enough to know she's not that good. Uh, MJF and Cody, this match was, Cody has a way of telling a story in a match that makes you buy into it, and this match was fantastic and the ending was good it was out of nowhere uh you know Cody got a little bit too into it and he hit his finish and he picked him up hit his finish again then he picked him up hit his finish again and then earlier like 2 minutes before that MJF had put his little dynasty diamond ring on and knocked Cody out with it for the pin and the match before that was good um I don't know, man. I'm just not into MJF. Like I, I was hoping that he would wrestle a match, and I would see what all the hype is about. And last night, to me, last night was all about Cody. It had nothing to do with MJF. He was just there. And I know you didn't watch it, but MJF won the match. What do you think about him going over?
0: Um, I can't stand MJF, but for this story and what they're doing, <clears throat> I think it's necessary for him to get the win. I don't. I'm not. I don't disagree with them getting the win. Um. Obviously, it'd be much nicer for Cody to get the win, but it just sets it up for him to get the win at uh, Delver or nothing.
2: Um, the match that I was looking forward to more than any of them, Pack versus Orange Cassidy. I know you don't like Orange Cassidy, Marty. You need to watch this match. This dude is so so fucking good. I have never seen a wrestler move as fast as Orange Cassidy was moving last night. Like, Rey Mysterio's up there back in his younger days. Rey could go. But Orange Cassidy, like... And it's crazy because his whole thing is like, he's got a sloth-like mentality, right? Like, he barely moves. And then just like, boom, he's gone. Like, up against the ropes, flying through the air. Just like, it all worked, man. (laughs) I fucking love it. I love it. You can huff and puff all you want. Orange Cassidy is the man. He's the biggest star in the AEW. He's going to win the title. <laughs> He's. Gonna, they got to put the belt on him. They need to put the belt on him Wednesday. The hell with Jon Moxley. <laughs> give Orange Cassidy the title. Oh, my God. It was so good, Marty. You got to watch this match. Uh, they better
0: not you give not Orange talk? Cassidy a fucking title. I'm checking <laughs> out at that moment.
1: I will he watch is- this match.
0: And the way what I've been hearing, I'm afraid I'm going to end up loving this match. And I know it's going to change my perspective on Orange Cassidy, which is going to suck. But they better not give him the fucking title anytime soon.
2: <laughs> he was so good. He and did I hate like Pac. A flying. He did like and a flying I- drop kick on Pac with his hands in his pockets. And then did the little nip up with his hands in his pockets and just turns around and looks at the camera all fucking calm and laid back. And then Pac would get the whoop in his ass. And then, like, I'm telling you, man, when he got and when he put it in, like, third and fourth gear, like, that dude is so fast. And just think about this. Think about the pressure that was on him. Because since AEW's been around, he hadn't really done anything. And there's people like you that are just hating on him and, like, waiting on him to fuck up. And now that he actually gets a chance to go, he's got to hit all that. And you saw in the match before that with Statliner and Nyla, like, people mess moves up all the time. And this dude's moving like four times faster than everybody else, and everything was perfect. Like, the dude is good. Um,
0: I just can't stand his his lax cavalier way of doing Like, even his, you know, so Pac called you out. Are we going to see Pac versus Orange Cassidy at Revolution? And his little half ass, like, just fucking give a thumbs up, bitch. What the fuck is this shit? (laughs)
2: Orange Cassidy's the man. (laughs) He's so good. Marty, you are going to have a new favorite wrestler after you watch it. I hate you right now. I hope you watch it today, and you you need to text me and be like, I was wrong. Freshly squeezed. like You're going to be drinking orange juice for the next two weeks. No pulp. Oh, fuck.
0: (laughs) I hate you right now.
2: But Pac got the win. Uh, Some reason the Lucha Brothers came out and attacked the best friends in the middle of it, and Pac ended up putting on the, uh, I can never remember the name of his move, his submission move that he beat Omega with. He put that on and Cassidy immediately yeah. gave up. So it wasn't any like it wasn't any BS. Like Pac got the win. Like I said, it was a really good match. There was one point in the match where Pac kept trying to go for his uh red arrow, whatever he calls it, and Cassidy just like slowly rolled out of the ring to the other side, Marty. So so Pac went and got him, hit him with a slam and went up again, and he rolls out the other side. <laughs> and then Pac went and met him on the side of the ring. And Cassie is in the middle of rolling, and he looks at him and smiles and just rolls back into the ring. Like, it's so good. The mix of comedy and wrestling with him is perfect. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You're just going to have to get over it, Marty. Like, Orange Cassie's the man. The longer you keep hating on it, the longer people are going to think we're a gimmick. Because you can't not like him. Okay. You know, there's, like, there's podcasters out there that, are like, constantly hate on Becky to the point where you know they're full of shit. Like, people are going to think that about you if you keep hating on Orange Cassidy. Because he's un—he's—he's he's unhateable.
0: I, I feel like the reasons I've said I can't stand him are very valid reasons. Just
2: say. Just say. I, I have no words. AEW Championship. How are you going to? I'm buying you. A, you know what? If we hit 100,000 before WrestleMania, to hell with Brock Lesnar, you got to wear an Orange Cassidy shirt. How's that? Or you want to stick with the Brock Lesnar shirt? If you wore an orange Cassidy shirt to no. WrestleMania,
0: I'm oh, not to WrestleMania. Yeah, to WrestleMania. No, no, no. The Brock Lesnar shirt isn't to WrestleMania. The Brock Lesnar shirt is WrestleMania T-shirt week.
2: No, you have to wear this in public in Tampa.
0: Yeah, for WrestleMania T-shirt week, I'll be there. It'll be one of the days for WrestleMania T-shirt week.
2: All right, so you're going to do Brock or you're going to do Orange Cassidy?
0: If we hit 100,000, I will do Orange Cassidy.
2: All right, because let me tell I, you where I, we are I, right I, now.
0: I hate him more than I hate Brock Lesnar right now.
2: All right, we normally don't talk numbers, but I'm going to tell you where we are right now. We're at 70,720 total downloads. So we need 30,000 in a month. This past um, week. Fuck! Already from from last monday to right now we've got 12,000 downloads so if we can average that over the next 3 weeks you'll be wearing did you say orange cassidy marty's yep. oh my god i'm i'm fucking retweeting the hell out of that when you take that picture oh my god i can't wait that's going to be great He's got a white shirt though. You don't have to wear a black t shirt. It'll be the, and it'll be in Tampa too, so you won't be hot. So that'll be good. I don't wear uh, white, man.
0: I wear black. I don't wear white.
2: He's got gray also.
0: Oh well, I wear black.
2: All right. Well, Orange Cassidy is that much of a a genius that he doesn't have a black wrestling t shirt. I don't think. AEW Championship: John Moxley defeats Chris Jericho in the main event. Um. Yeah, I mean, was is there any surprise with this? Nope.
0: I mean, there it it really was a
2: match that could have been booked either way,
0: uh, and it was going to be interesting to see what they did and whether or not they gave it to Jericho and let him go a little bit longer and build the story even more, or they gave it to Moxley right away um, because do we get what do we? And I guess the, it's more of the outcome. Like, do we get Jericho going for the title again? Do we not get Jericho for a while? Um, but him, Moxley winning the title is not surprising at all. It it could have gone either way, but. I think that the, I mean, I we, we both said Mox is going to win the title. So it's not, you know, we both expected it. And it it's a good decision. I think it's fantastic. Um, it's also awesome that your top title is held consecutively by WWE wrestlers. And it's <laughs> felt like fantastic. Why you
2: got to throw shade? And then you, you're worse than the next, AEW people.
0: The next one, the next champion is going to also be a WWE champion. So it's like, fuck, three in a row, make it happen.
2: Wait. Orange Cassidy was in WWE.
0: I hate you right now.
2: Why you gotta bring up WWE? Let's not let's not be those people anymore. Let's be bigger than the AEW marks that constantly bring up WWE or the WWE people. Because it, it, there's nothing that pisses me off more than when somebody's like. Oh, man, that Cody match really threw me off. I thought he was going to win. And then somebody comments and they're like, well, clearly you don't watch pro. Like, excuse the fuck out of me for getting involved and actually paying attention and wanting who I want to win and being surprised by an ending. Like, I don't know. I'm just sick of the whole WWE, AEW thing. Like, let's separate them. We know Jericho and Cody and everybody else was in WWE, but this is a completely different thing. This is a different feel. Like. Fuck those people. We're not going to be like them. Fuck Anyways. Guys. The uh, the best thing at that main event, Moxley was cutting a, a promo at the end after he won. And they put his music on. And he grabs the mic and goes, hey, what the fuck? I wasn't done yet. <laughs> just on the microphone. <laughs> it was fantastic. He's like, I'm just, I wasn't done yet. What the fuck? So, Moxley wins the title. Cuts a good promo at the end. They go off the air. I I, I actually thought somebody was going to come out and attack them, but it never happened because it just seemed like it was going on for a while. But that was your week in wrestling. I'm sure we missed some stuff, Marty. Um, Ring we'll of Honor has a RH. new
0: champion. Um, Who would that be? That Roosh got his title back, beating PCO. PCO got a beatdown by...
2: The National Treasure.
0: Nick Aldis. The
2: real, the real world's heavyweight champion. The man who carries around sweet Charlotte the 10 pounds of gold, make it James' husband.
0: <laughs> Mr. James. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, P- PCO leads the title, and then Nick Aldis comes from commentary and beats him. Um, obviously, Tokabana wasn't on Ring of Honor last night. Cole Cabana. Why is that?
2: Because he was at Cole
0: AEW. Cabana is uh, at AEW, so I don't know if he's all all elite now, um, all in. But he was definitely there, not at Ring of Honor. So that's kind of interesting. So I, he might be, which goes Bans- further. Which goes further, the fact that Cole Cabana has been wrestling New Japan a lot lately. Um, maybe he does got a partnership going on with New Japan um, and AEW. And if not, if he's still with Ring of Honor, then maybe it's something going on with, we talked about ring of honor starting to open up their doors and going to have that partnership with ring of Honor oh, with AEW and new Japan. Again,
2: I'm glad you said that real quick. I just saw this this morning. Uh, Khan was doing his post, uh, event press conference and somebody right. asked about it. And he basically said like, I'm doing everything I can to help new Japan. I'm sending guys over there. It'd be nice for them to help us out a little bit. And then he says, so if y'all are watching this, you're welcome for all the help that I've been giving you. Like, everybody's like, oh, that's a great thing. To me, that sounds like an asshole thing to say. Like, if you're trying to get somebody to be a partner with you, don't be like, because let's be real. AEW could use New Japan way more than New Japan could use AEW.
0: Absolutely. The fact that, let me put it this way, if the the Lucha Bros go to New Japan, it's not going to be that big of a pop. If G.O.D. comes to AEW, the fucking roof's going to blow up. Like you, they talked about this last week. But what does people are asking? What does it need to happen for AEW, NXT um, to, to hit that 2 million marker for Wednesday night combined? You want to know what fucking you put GOD showing up, you fucking get 2 million viewers. Boom, done. They break that million dollar a week or million week viewership. Um, yeah, absolutely. AEW benefits more. From New Japan, the New Japan benefits from AEW, and I so I was seeing things from that article to that report too, because it was talking about uh, money and moving to Monday nights, and he's got no, no reason or even e- inkling to move to Monday. Why nights. would he?
2: Why would he? He can't even get a million da- a million well, viewers and, and a week. He want to go it's up not against even Monday just, Night it's, Raw.
0: It's not even just because of Raw. It's because he's a fucking NFL owner. So obviously his team never plays Monday night. We get that, but why is he going to want to go up against the where his main money comes from? And put up against Monday Night Football.
2: People are rushing into this, man. They can't. They can't do like Impact did and try to go up. I mean, even though Impact was getting one to two million viewers a week, and they still got crushed by Monday Night Raw. Like, I mean, I know y'all want to see a war and all that, but y'all need to pump y'all's brakes a people little bit. Like, but here is the thing: people don't realize we don't. There's
0: well, there will never be a war again. I get we get WWE versus AEW, but it's never going to be a war. Even if even if AEW gets to the same numbers one day and becomes the an equal powerhouse of WWE and WCW versus WWE, AEW, is a, or WWE, AEW is the same caliber as like WCW, WWE, we'll never get a Monday Night War or anything big war like that. Why? Because the way we consume wrestling today is different than the way we consumed wrestling 25 years ago. 25 years ago, if I wanted to watch both Nitro and Raw, I had to record one on a different TV and then come back and watch Raw and then go back and watch the other. There was no, I can watch both. Right now, I can watch every single event that happened this week simultaneously in my room right now. I can have my tablet. I can have my TV, I can have my phones, I can have my TV, my, my computer screen on, and I can have a different or a, 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 a wrestling event on every one of those devices and be watching it right now. Because of that, because I can DVR every single item and watch it as, as I wish and as I want, there will never be a true war. The reason why there was a war was because they were going head to head for numbers to see who was watching what. And if you're watching Nitro, you weren't watching Raw. If you're watching Raw, you weren't watching Nitro because that was the only way. To watch
2: it, and if you're watching all those at one time, it's a good thing we didn't give you a Bluetooth code because you're not getting any pussy, so you definitely wouldn't need that. Uh, this has been episode 75. It's been a crazy week in wrestling. This coming week, we got a couple cage matches on NXT with uh, Velveteen Dream and Roddy Strong, Tegan Knox, and Dakota Kai, uh, the crowning of a new champion in AEW. That'll happen on Wednesday. Becky and Shane are probably going to go at it some more. Uh, Goldberg and Roman will probably get a little bit more push. I mean,
1: And then
0: it,
2: what ends?
0: At the end of the week, we have an elimination chamber a week from today. And we have, and as, of and a thought, bitch,
2: we got to do a prediction show this week.
0: We got to do it this week. Yeah, we have time, man. We have time. Uh, here's the thing. Right now, we have three matches. We have two elimination chambers and a three-on-one handicap match. Um, for the IC Championship. How so stupid we, is Braun
2: Strowman, by the way? I know we got to go. Braun Strowman's a dumbass. <laughs> or Sami Sammy Zayn's just really like Jedi mind trick smart. But Braun Strowman's an idiot. He's going to get beat. What if Nicholas comes to help
1: me? This has been episode 75 of Monty Vaskins. This cover's can fool us this for too, too long. long. We need a real world change, no more cheap shots. Consider Mark's the right doctor for the detox. You know when a he's on the track, the beat pops. When all the leaf starts, it's when the beat drops. Cody's on a mission, ain't no plane. He's the best in AW, that ain't proclaimed. Now MJF wanna claim domains and say those names, but this time you play no games Took the lashes like a man, no dispute War low in the cage, step two Now I'm chasing a weasel in a hopper suit And when I get my hands on you, it's all a shoot Revolution re- revolution, re- revolution Revolution re- Revolution re- Revolution re- Revolution re- Revolution, revolution, reva, rever revolution. It's revolutionary. Something you heard about. The best way to advertise is the word of mouth. Politically blamed, critically acclaimed. I ain't afraid to mention my favorite wrestlers' names: Darby Allen, Pack, Hangman, Adam Page. The youth is the future. They always set in the stage. Can't forget where you came from or where you started. From Bingo Halls to Madison Square Garden. Let's get on topic, things are getting chaotic. I'm not a prophet, I'm just using my logic. Multiple components meeting in a moment, combustible opponents already exploding. The inner circle's been getting a lot of heat now. No mistake, it's beat down at the beat down. Dustin Rose and Jake Hager set some heat now Somewhere there's a fire burning deep down I can see the young bucks stealing the whole show They always setting the ball like it was solo It seems like Kenny Omega's been flying solo But Adam Page is up to something that they both know It's all rumors cause everybody's a skeptic Lately Y2J's been acting desperate John Moxley has the patience of a veteran Cause even when it's hectic he's cool and collected So live.